Oh, listen, dear one, I am thrilled to announce I have a brand new private coaching container opening up called Full Immersion Coaching. This is you and me working together privately as I become your mentor and soul guide for an entire year, providing you with the full support you need to grow a massively successful and prosperous heart-led business. To get all the details, DM me on Facebook or Instagram or send an email to allison at allisonscammell.com and say, tell me more about Full Immersion Coaching. I look forward to hearing from you. Hello, my dear ones. This is Allison Scammell, and I have an amazing episode for you today. It is about law of attraction, and we're going to be talking about it in a different way and offering you perspective that you likely haven't heard before. And my guest, Sandy Forster, is going to give you tips and tricks to really, really use law of attraction in your life and in your business to bring in wealth and whatever it is you want to bring into your experience. And what makes Sandy's story so powerful is that she did go from welfare to millionaire and she is not a business person. And she shares her powerful story to how she became a millionaire using the law of attraction. So in today's episode, Sandy shares the biggest ways people don't use or aren't using law of attraction in their life and business, how to align your body, mind, and spirit to achieve and exceed all of your goals, and a powerful daily practice so you can always be in the energy of abundance. We end on an invitation that will have you bringing more money into your business than you ever thought possible. So please stay with us until the end. Welcome to Soul Guide Radio, a podcast for soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs here to bring about change on a massive level. We explore how you can activate your big soul mission, amplify your intuitive gifts, and clear the energy blocks weighing you down so you can gain unstoppable momentum in life, love, and business. I'm Allison Scammell, your host and soul guide. Hey there, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this community of soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. In the Soul Guide Circle, we have big soul missions, and we yearn to earn more, serve more, and grow spiritually along the way. If you aren't already a member, then I invite you to join our Facebook group of over 1,100 leaders and lightworkers who are in service to each other and the planet. A link to join is in the show notes. I had the absolute pleasure of chatting with Sandy Forster today about how to use the law of attraction to manifest more money in your business. Sandy Forster is the money mindset mentor for women worldwide who are ready to experience more abundance and freedom in their life. Sandy went from welfare to millionaire, has been featured in Oprah's Aussie Secret, and loves inspiring and empowering women to break through their blocks, manifest more money, and create a life they're truly passionate about. Her award-winning international bestseller, How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast, has been translated into over 11 languages. 
She's the host of the Wildly Wealthy Women podcast, and she's transformed the lives of hundreds of thousands of women worldwide. I learned so much from Sandy today. It was an absolute pleasure chatting with her on the show. Please enjoy. Welcome, Sandy. I'm so happy to have you on the show and really, really excited to talk about this topic. And thank you so much for asking me, Alison. I'm so excited too. And I love it. You're in Australia. I'm in Europe. We did, it was like, I was, I don't know that Sandy knows this because she has really smart people who help her in her business. So I was talking to her people to get this scheduled and it was just like a lot of back and forth. And I'm just so glad that we stuck with it. Me too, me too. <laughs> we were we were committed to getting you on the show and I'm really, really grateful. So thank you to your assistants for not giving up. <laughs> so we're talking law of attraction today and manifestation, which is a topic I love to talk about. So I'd be really curious to know, Sandy, what are the biggest ways you see people not using law of attraction to manifest more money? I think when it comes to the law of attraction, there's people who know about it, but think it's kind of a little bit woo-woo, a little bit out there. It's a little bit hippy-dippy and it's not really real. And so they kind of understand it, but they don't actually use it. And even people who know it, love it, completely understand that it has the most amazing powers, they still learn everything they can around it. They they immerse themselves in listening to podcasts podcasts about it and reading about it, listening to audios about it, but they're not actually doing it. And it's like anything, you can learn till the cows come home, but unless you're actually applying it, then not a lot of change is going to happen. So I think it's just that, you know, people either don't believe it's real and so don't use it or just get so immersed and excited about learning about it, but they don't actually apply it. I think that's the biggest thing. I hear people say, not too often, but once in a while, I'll even hear a spiritual person, you know, how, however you would, one would define that, but more of a woo woo person say, well, I don't believe in the law of attraction, which, you know, I, I get no problem, but I see the law of attraction as an immutable law of the universe. And <laughs> it's just, it is. And we're constantly using it, whether we are mindful of it or we're constantly in the flow of it or in the energy of it, whether we're mindful or not. So what do you say to law of attraction skeptics who say, Sandy, I don't believe in it? Yeah. And you know what? There's a lot of people out there like that, but. I guess for me, it really comes back to, well, I didn't know about it. I discovered it. I dived in and learned everything I could about it. I applied it and I went from welfare to millionaire. So there's really no other way that could have happened unless it was around the law of attraction. And for me, I guess the thing that really made it real for me was I not only learned about the law of attraction, but I also dived into like the science of it and the history of it and um, quantum physics and neuroscience. So yes, the law of attraction is an immutable law and it is real. But when you back it up with all the science, when you back it up with the history, when you back it up with neuroscience, you understand that it really does have the power to transform your world if you use it. So yeah, I mean, the bottom line is it's real. It's, and I think more than ever now, we're so, so lucky that we live in a time where I guess science is kind of, I was on this, this call in, on Clubhouse about a month or so ago, and it was full of these quantum, um, physicists, and they were talking in language. I just, it was going straight over my head. Like I literally couldn't understand most of what they were saying. 
But the one thing that really stood out for me was how they were discussing that science and spirituality more than ever in the history of the world is finally meeting. They're finally at a crossroads and they're finally um, realizing that a lot of things that spirituality has been kind of sharing that may have seemed a little bit out there and we were previously, science is now able to prove um, through all the amazing technology they have and being able to show that it is real. And so, you know, these quantum physicists were all discussing how how science and spirituality are really, for the first time in history, are really meeting and validating each other, which I found really exciting, really exciting. That is truly exciting. I love that so much. And you have an amazing story, Sandy, going from welfare to millionaire. And I would love to, if you wouldn't mind sharing parts of your story, specifically with regards to, I would love to experience your story with regards to skeptics in the sense that what if I said to you, okay, Sandy, I get it, but you're a smart businesswoman, and I don't see how it was law of attraction. I just see you being a really, really smart businesswoman, which got you to millionaire. How, how do you feel like your story is goes deeper than that? Oh my gosh, I just want to laugh hysterically <laughs> when someone says I'm a smart businesswoman because even to this day, I say I am not a businesswoman. I am a creative person who has just taken action and amazing things have happened. So for me, I was $100,000 in debt. I had a, a swim and gym wear business. So basically it was, it, it kind of came out of nowhere. Again, my creative side decided loved lycra, loved bikinis and loved, you know, the new sort of gym wear that was coming in. I was going to buy some lycra and I was going to make myself some bikinis and a few leotards. And that kind of morphed into a side business um, that was really just what I'd call a hobby business. So I had gone out with a boy for about 10, 11 years. We got married and the money that I made from that side business, I would go down to the local discount store. I would buy rolls of lycra, all the brightly colored lycra, and I would bring it back home. And I had my garage set up. I had a sewing machine in my garage, had a big cutting table, and I would sew and cut and make all these nice designs all winter. And then in summer, I would find an empty store down along the beachfront and I would set up shop and I would sell all my stuff. And, and like I said, it was a hobby business. And so it allowed us to maybe buy some new furniture or maybe go on a holiday or uh, one year we put in a pool. So, you know, it, it bought me a little bit of money. But what happened was when I actually divorced my husband, we were not meant to be together in the end. And we divorced. I had a six month old and a three year old. And suddenly that hobby had to become my only income, which was a complete disaster because, as I said, I wasn't a business person. I was just making some money on the side and, and I tried to turn it into a real business and I just failed miserably. I ended up $100,000 in debt and ended up having to go on welfare. And that was just like a complete disaster. And I had no idea how I would ever be able to turn that around because I didn't have any real skills. Like I didn't have any business skills. I didn't understand the business side of business at all. I just liked, you know, designing swimwear and sewing it. So I kind of um, closed that business down, um, huge debt, 
you know, on welfare, I was getting, I think it was about seven and a half thousand US dollars a year to survive on from the government. So it was wow. not a, yeah, not a pretty time, not a happy time in my life. I was really supersonically stressed and not only about um, my immediate future, because it was like, well, how am I ever going to make any money? But my long-term future, I used to think, well, even if I get a job, how am I going to pay back this $100,000? Like it just seemed so enormous and I was really stressed. I was really, I think more than anything, I was really ashamed and really embarrassed because I thought everyone else had the money situation sorted and I was the only idiot who just didn't know what I was doing. And it was really, yeah, really a really rough time. But I was very, very lucky that around that time I discovered the law of attraction. And initially it was like, okay, it sounded, you know, as because back then it wasn't known the way it is now, I'm talking about 20 years ago, and I kind of thought, well, you know, this sounds nice. I'll give it a go. And in my situation, think about it. I was $100,000 in debt and on welfare. So the very fact that I had to spend time instead of focusing on my situation, instead thinking about my dream life and thinking about what I would do when I became a millionaire, because that was my whole goal. I wanted to be a millionaire. I just knew millionaires had a good life. So that's that was my one and only goal. So I used to dream about having my own home and, you know, having a swimming pool and being able to travel whenever I wanted and having a new car, one that didn't leak so much when it rained that it actually had a plant <laughs> growing in the backseat. Um, I used to dream about having a cleaner. Like to me, that was the ultimate thing a millionaire did, had a cleaner that cleaned the house because I hate cleaning. So, you know, I used to spend time doing that. So in my mind, being able to just do that, it took me out of my situation. It took me away from thinking about how much money I owed, all the letters that were coming in from debt collectors, all the phone calls I was trying to avoid, you know, my phone bill, getting, my phone getting cut off because I couldn't pay the bill, all these things that were negative, it just took me to a better place. So even if it wasn't going to work, it just made me feel so much better in the moment. So I completely immersed myself in using as many different processes and exercises and I made up all these different things to do to keep me focused on how I wanted my life to be rather than how my life actually was. And so, you know, little things began to happen. I remember um, when I closed that that swimwear business, I ended up going out and getting a job and I got a job. It was just a part-time job and I was sitting in that job and I remember writing out some things. Okay, what, what do I want? I want to make about, uh, I think it was, $3,000. No, it was, it was $1,000 a week. So that was about $4,000 a month. That's, that was my whole goal. That, to me, that seemed like, you know, a, a million dollars at the time. So I wanted to make about $1,000 a week. I wanted to be able to work part time, work from where I wanted. I wanted to be able to travel. I wanted, I wanted all these things and I wrote them all down while I was sitting in that job. And after I'd written a list out, this thing popped into my mind. It was real estate. And I thought, oh, yuck, I don't want to be a real estate agent. But I kind of thought, well, maybe I'm supposed to do this. So I actually went out and bought a, I think it was a real estate 
um, long distance, you know, study at home course to become a real estate agent. But funnily enough, within about two or three weeks, I got a phone call from my accountant who said to me, Sandy, I know you used to do quite well in direct sales and I'm looking to work with someone. Um, I've come across this amazing course and I've got lots of clients, but I don't want to talk to them. And I was wondering if you would like to talk to them. And so I was like, in my mind, no, thank you. I do not want to get into any sort of direct sales. No, 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 no. But I ended up going along and, and, you know, chatting to her and there was just something inside that said, yeah, give this a go. So we started working together and it was a course that was based on real estate. So I would talk to all her clients about this particular course. It was a home study course and they would study it and it was, and we started to make really good money, but about probably, I don't know, it was probably about a year into it, I suddenly woke up one morning with the name Wildly Wealthy Women in my head. And I just went online and I registered the domain name straight away. Had no idea what I was going to do with it, no clue. I registered it and about three or four months later, both of us were at an event together actually over in the US. And I said to her, you know, I've got this idea. You like to teach about the practical side of money. I love the mindset side. I would love to start a program that was just for women that was based on um, you know, you sharing your wisdom, I sharing my wisdom. And, and we would have wildly wealthy women's wicked weekends a few times a year. And we teach by teleseminar. So people all around Australia could join in. Anyway, we launched that program and literally within a matter of three months, it made something like $2 million. Now I am not at this smart, savvy person who came up with this brilliant idea and then created a business plan and decided I would map it all out and this is what I would do in month one and month two and these are my projections or whatever you do with businesses. I have no idea. Um, I just dived in and took action on an idea. And, you know, that's, that's only one time that I've made a few million dollars. And I've done that multiple times from different ideas not because I'm a business person, but because I'm someone who, yes, I, I continue to focus on what I want. I continue to focus on the life I want to create. And then ideas come to me. And I think the thing that's different to me from a lot of people is I take action. I actually do something with the idea. A lot of people come up with ideas, but they let their fear or their doubt or their worry or their self-sabotage or their, their worry that other people are going to judge them or that they're going to fail. They let all that come up, whereas I just do it. And, you know, sometimes it's a massive success. Sometimes it's a massive failure, but at least I give it a go. And so, um, you know, if, if any skeptic wants to say, well, Sandy's so clever, it's like, no, I'm not. I just, I just do stuff. And, you know, let the universe guide me along the way. And these ideas would never come if I wasn't constantly focusing on the success that I want to create, on the dream life that I want to lead. And I believe that that's what leads me toward these ideas and, and you know, taking action. Beautiful. What a, an amazing story. And if I can just share what I I really related to it from my own life in that back in 2008, I was in a rock bottom moment in a job I hated, a nine to five. Like I had an abusive boss. I was single and wanted to be in a relationship, all the things. I was eating too much, drinking too much, not healthy, overweight, all, all the things. Mm -hmm. 
And you know what found me? (laughs) And I wanted to live, I was just scratching on the door of spirituality. I had read like an Eckhart Tolle book and maybe a Wayne Dyer book. And I found some comfort in that. But but what found me, the book that found me that really changed was like a gateway book. Can you guess? The Secret. The Secret. (laughs) It was The Secret. And that was like, I've, I've, you know, gone real, real deep into the spiritual rabbit hole since then. But I tell you what, that book, Finding Me, it found me in 2008. It was, you know, when you said it helped me to feel so much better in the moment, I can't even tell you. It was like uh, I was in so much pain. And literally after reading like the second page, it was like almost like I didn't have to read the rest of the book. It was like I just something turned on inside of me. And that I knew that my life was soon about to be very, very different. And it was. I went on and did, you know, people in my audience know my story. Like a few months later, I had a near-death experience, which was uh, not a break. It it led to a breakthrough. And when I came back, I had all these spiritual gifts. And that kind of launched me on the path to where I am today. And I really do feel like it was that law of attraction that, that the secret um, which talks about the law of attraction and manifestation that really helped me to, to find it, it like it set me off on a new path. So let's talk about this. Let's get into it. Uh, so I want to ask you two questions. Let's start with the blocks. So you had, you had mentioned that you get an idea and you take action on it and you don't let the blocks prevent you from moving forward. So what do you tell people? Let's, let's talk about specifically business owners who feel like they do have money blocks or they do have blocks, uh, about getting in front of people and selling to them. What are some of the ways that you guide people to release these blocks, release these fear, doubt, self self sabotage? Yeah. Great question. And you know, the thing is, I think sometimes there's a misconception when it comes to money blocks that people think that they're going to do some specific process or some exercise and like magic, the block is gone forever and life is nirvana from that point forward. Uh, the thing about money blocks specifically is that whatever level you're at, you can break through that block and you can really create success um, and really, you know, amazing things can happen. Opportunities come to you, um, all sorts of things that, that you would never have dreamt of can occur. But then when you go to the next level and you try and move up to that next level, break that next $100,000 barrier or whatever it is that you're aiming for, sometimes these sneaky little blocks can kind of appear again. And it's, it, I, someone once said, who was it? I think it was, his name was David Nagel. He said something like new level, new devil. But I think it's more like new devil, same, uh, new level, same old devil. So it's a matter of, um, one of the things that I do with my students is we talk a lot about aligning body, mind and spirit. So, what happens for most people is, for instance, they learn about something like The Secret. They learn about the law of attraction. They read the book. They watch the movie. And they think it's all about just sitting around and meditating and expecting what it is you desire to drop into your lap or someone to magically knock at your door. It's like that's only part of it. 
you know, that's that's the mind side. But when you're aligning body, mind and spirit, the mind is, yes, definitely thinking about what it is you desire. But then you've got to really align your uh, spirit, which is your emotions, your feelings. You've got to really feel as if those dreams, those desires, those goals, those things you really want to bring into your life have already happened. You've got to really feel as if it's real already because what happens is your thoughts send the signal out to the universe, but your feelings are what magnetically draw your desires back to you. So you've got to not only think about what you want, you've got to feel the right feelings, feel those strong emotions as if it's already occurred. And then that's when through those two things, that's when um, you will start to uh, have those inspired ideas, come up with ideas, and that's when body, the body part of body, mind, and spirit, that's when you have to take action. So the action is the body. So when I say align body, mind, and spirit, it's about if you're only doing one of those things, then you're really telling yourself, I'm not serious. You're telling yourself, I'm not really going to make this happen. You're only kind of dipping your toe in. You're also telling the universe you're not serious. But when you align body, mind and spirit, when you think the right thoughts and you feel as if it's already happened and you start taking action, your logical mind can get out of the way. Your logical mind's not going to say, you know what, that's stupid, that ain't going to happen. Who are you trying to kid? Like you're fooling yourself, you're just, you know, you're dreaming. It's not going to do that because you're taking action. You're actually doing something to move towards your goal. So your logical mind can sit back and just relax and go, ah, okay, we're doing this. This is happening. So your confidence builds and your belief in yourself builds. And then also, you know, you're showing the universe that you are dead set. You are, you are serious. You are going to make this happen. And those things all combined just help you to move forward and kind of release those things that are holding you back and makes you more confident to take actions and make decisions and do things that you otherwise wouldn't have if you were just kind of dreaming about about it and just putting it up on a vision board and hoping for the best. So it really is about aligning body, mind and spirit. And that's when, you know, the true power comes. That's when magic can really happen. Nice. I love that. I say, um, I say aligning, aligning thoughts, feelings and actions. And I think it's the same. It's the same same thing. thing. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. So take us through your process. Uh, let's say, um, our listeners want to launch a new program. How would you guide them to using law of attraction to hit or exceed the goals that they set for themselves? Okay. So the first thing you want to do is get really clear on what the outcome is. And what when I say the outcome, I don't necessarily mean I've sold, you know, this many of this thing for this price by this date. That's not necessarily what I'm what I mean. I and more of a much bigger thinker in that it's kind of the overall. So if you were to hit your goals, how would that look in your life? Not necessarily how much money is in the bank, but how would your life be different? What would you be doing? What would a day in your life, in your beautiful dream life look like? Because when I was $100,000 in debt and on welfare, I just remember wanting to have you know, a beautiful home and a nice swimming pool. And, and I'm a very kind of introverted person. So I wanted 
privacy and, and, you know, I look now at what I've manifested and it's beyond anything I could have imagined. Like I've got two beautiful acres. I've got a spring fed dam. I've got a beautiful pool with a Buddha waterfall and a Balinese pavilion next to it. And it's everything I dreamed of, but so much better. Like literally the universe wants far more for you than you could ever want for yourself. But if you get really clear on what you want, and for me, it was my own home. That's what I really, really wanted, a beautiful divine oasis that I could retreat to and and just, you know, really recharge my batteries and get my creative juices flowing. So when you get really clear on what the outcome is of the success in your business that you want, then the universe can figure out the ways to make that happen. And that's when you'll come up with ideas to take action and that's when you'll follow through and that's when you'll feel confident. But if you're just focusing on the money, sometimes the money, the thought of the money itself, it, it's exciting, but it's, it doesn't really get your juices flowing. It doesn't really light you up from the inside out. It's what you're going to do with that money that's going to make all the difference. So that's the first step. It's getting really clear on how your life will be different if you hit those goals and you create that success. And then it's just a matter of consistently focusing on that and dreaming of it and thinking about it and maybe writing it out and just doing as many different processes as you can. Like in my book, How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast, I've got dozens and dozens of different law of attraction money manifesting processes that I use to help me go from welfare to millionaire because I'm one of these people that... I get really bored if I do the same thing over and over. So someone said to me, okay, Sandy, you've got to do an affirmation, you know, do this affirmation every day for the next three months to manifest what you want. By the end of the first week, I'm probably going to be bored with it. Or they, they said, you've got to do this visualization over and over. Again, I'd be bored with it. I like to mix it up. I like to do one thing one day, another thing the next day, and another thing the following day. So um, that's one of the reasons I wrote my book because it, I, it shares so many different ways for people to get themselves in that vibration of what it is they want to attract, what it is they want to manifest into their life without, if they're like me, uh, without getting bored. So get really clear on you want and then on what you want and then consistently do a process or exercise every day. Do something to get you into that prosperous vibration, to get you in that place where you become attractive to what, to what it is you desire, attractive to your desires rather than um, thinking about them from a place of lack. Think about it as if it's already occurred in your life. And when you do that, as I said before, you become magnetic to what you want. So it really is a matter of, of being, I guess, persistent and consistent. Um, you know, it's like anything. If someone wants to lose weight, they don't just learn about um, eating right and exercising and they don't just go to the gym for a week and expect it all to happen. They commit. If someone is really, really... Um, uh, dedicated and that's their goal and they're going to do what they need to do. And it's the same with manifesting. If you want to manifest a beautiful life, if you want to hit a specific goal in your business, you don't just give it a go and see what happens. You commit. You commit 100% body, mind and spirit um, and you do what you need to do and you'll be amazed at how the universe supports you along your path. And quite often people think they have to have every step mapped out of what it is that they want every step of the way all laid out before them before they can take action 
Whereas I'm very much a ready, fire, aim kind of a girl rather than ready, aim, fire. So ready, come up with the idea, fire, just get it going, do it and then aim, fix it up, tweak it, improve it, make it better later on because too often people get stuck in the aim you know, the perfectionism and making sure their ducks are all in a row and making sure everything's perfect and making sure. I cannot tell you how many times I've launched a product or program. In fact, let me tell you this. I have a product or it's a course actually that I've been running now for just over a year. It's a revamp of a course that I originally created probably about 15 years ago, but I've updated it with all the latest um, manifesting and quantum science and everything you could imagine in there. And I launched it back in June, about June last year. Um, so just over a year ago. And I still to this day have nothing but an order form. So I could have got stuck in the, you know, aim and, and create the sales page and make it perfect and then create a video and create a funnel and create a, I don't know, all the campaign and the emails and the blah, 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 blah. But that's, to me, that's also overwhelming. So I just created an order form and I have sold hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of this from just an order form. So yes, I need to fix that up. I totally get that as a business owner. But I also get that as a creative person, sometimes it's better to just do it and, you know, let the universe support you. And if what you've got is great, you'll find people will be attracted to it, even if your entire sales page and funnel and this, that and the other that you need to actually sell what it is that you're going to sell, even if it isn't, isn't perfect, you will still create success. So, you know, don't let perfectionism hold you back. Just get it out there. Yes, this is fantastic. I love this, Sandy. Um, I, as I make more money in my business, I care less about money. Like money is not the thing that really excites me. Like, ooh, having a hundred thousand dollar month. Like, yeah, that's great. I mean, I want to set up a business that will bring that in with ease, but that doesn't excite me. What excites me is exactly what you said. What, what does the money bring you? Like, how does your life look differently when you have a lot of income coming in? Uh, what would a day in your life look like? And I, I invite people, you don't have to think really, you can think big with this. Like you can think whatever it is you want to bring into your experience. But if I can also share, uh, I was just, I'm launching a big program this fall and I, I hope, you know, I'm intending and I'm putting energy into it being a very abundant, successful, venture. And I was thinking about, okay, so let's say I sell it out and I have all this new income coming in. What would that give me? And I was having a hard time actually getting excited because I feel like I already have all the things I want. So I was like, gosh, you know, like I'm, I'm feeling a little stuck. And then I thought I would really like a new bookshelf for my office. <laughs> and it was really simple, but you know, I think I want custom made shelves and I want them to be right behind my zoom camera. So when I'm on video, you can see them and they look really pretty and maybe I'll get, you know, a carpenter in to sort of, you know, and I really got creative with it. And I tell you what, those bookshelves right now I have uh falling apart, almost could collapse at any second Ikea bookshelves that I've had for years that have survived way too many moves. And, um, the thought of like taking that bookshelf and taking it to the, to the, the recycling center and replacing it with really beautiful bookshelves that I just feel 
that I love to look at and I love to have on video behind me as I give Facebook lives or whatever, that got me so excited. And that got me really, really into this energy frequency of abundance that you're talking about. So it's something simple. It's not like, you know, I want to buy, you know, this brand new, big, you know, expensive car or anything like that. It's just like bookshelves. So if you're a person who's like, well, I just don't know what I want. I, I invite you to just get creative and think of the things that selling out your programs could give you that would really get you excited. Exactly. And I know for me, I remember um, I had a real kind of aha moment. I One thing I love in the mornings is smoothies. And, you know, now it's green smoothies. But back when I first started with smoothies, it was these beautiful fruit smoothies with fresh mango and pineapple and banana. And I remember, you know, smoothie every single morning for breakfast. And my blender broke. And I remember going to Target to buy a new blender. And I'm, I get to the blender aisle and I'm walking down the aisle and I'm looking at all the blenders and I'm looking at all the prices. And I remember having this absolute moment in the blender aisle where I actually started to cry because I realized that for the first time in my life, I didn't have to buy something based on the price, based on trying to find the cheapest. I could actually buy any blender I wanted. And that was such a beautiful moment for me because, you know, I could have bought way more than a blender at that point. But just the fact that, you know, something that was so important to me that I could have whatever style, whatever make, whatever brand, whatever price, whatever, whatever, it was just such a beautiful, beautiful moment. And that's that's the moment that I really, that is actually the moment that I really felt like a millionaire was the fact that I could buy whatever blender I wanted. So, yeah, it's amazing how just the little things that light you up from the inside out can mean more to you than, you know, having all this money and, and making all this money and creating all the success. It's just the little things that make your heart sing. They're the things you want to focus on when it comes to manifesting because they're the things that are going to generate the energy, the vibration that you need to attract the opportunities and the circumstances and the situations and the connections back to you to help you create that success that you want. Yes, beautiful. I love the blender story. That is exactly it. So, so beautiful. So let's just spend a second on attachment. And I, uh, I sometimes describe, so the, so I mean like getting really attached to your goal and feeling bad, essentially, that the goal or the desire hasn't come into your experience yet. And I feel like what I, I liken attachment to kicking the can down the road. It doesn't take your goal away. It just sort of pushes it out into the future because in the moment you're focused on the lack. You're focused on the fact that you don't have the thing yet. And that lack is sort of energetically pushing it out um, into the future. So do you, how do you, uh, do you agree with that? Or how do you uh, describe attachment? And what do you do to help you release? If you ever notice you're feeling attached to a goal, what do you do to release that attachment? Yeah, I, I totally, totally agree with you there. And again, it comes back to what we talked about before. It's about aligning body, mind, and spirit. It's about aligning because if you're feeling attachment and you're feeling like you don't have what it is that you're, you're wanting to manifest, it means that you haven't really, you might have been thinking about it, but you haven't really got into the feeling place as if it's already happened. 
That's the fastest way to manifest, the fastest way to attract, is to feel like it's already happened. So if you're thinking about that thing you want in your life and you're feeling the lack of it, you haven't got into the feeling place of feeling you already have it. So it's like you need to just go back to what is it do you, what is it that you truly want and let's take some time to really get into that place to imagine you already have it. So for instance, when I wanted a house, when I was renting and you know you weren't allowed to put a picture up on the wall and you weren't allowed to paint any walls and you knew they could put the rent up and all that I just wanted my own home. So instead of just imagining, oh, I'd love a new house, that would be beautiful to have a new house, I would spend time with my eyes closed imagining what it was like to drive up to my new house and put my hand on the front doorknob and open the door and then walk into the house and then look around the rooms and see how beautiful it looked and smell the smells that I would smell when I was cooking the thing that I really loved the most and walking to the window and looking at the window and seeing the view and feeling the the wind on my hair and face from the window open and like really getting into the feeling place as if I'm in the experience, not just thinking about the experience, but being in the experience and looking out through my eyes as if I'm walking through the house. So whatever it is you want to manifest, whether it's more time with your children or a new car or, you know, buying yourself your new blender or whatever it happens to be, you just imagine it's already happening. Like if you're in the moment and it's happening and you bring up all the emotions that you would feel as if it's already happening. That's the missing part if when you think about what it is that you truly want and you feel like you, like it's not there. You, you're just, it's, it's that missing piece. It's, you're not bringing your emotions into it. You're not bringing your emotions as if you've already manifested it. Because when you get to that place, when you think about you, about what you want, then you don't feel that obsession. You don't feel, um, like you have to have it because you feel so good when you think about it because it's almost in your mind that it's a done deal that it's going to happen. It's not here yet, but it is a done deal that it's going to come. And when you're in that place, what happens is you're actually vibrationally aligned with it. And that's when it can actually come. So you've just got to spend as much time as you can feeling as if it's already happened, really putting yourself in that place, and then you'll begin to attract it. Oh, so powerful. And it sounds like you're really engaging your five senses. I love the smelling, the tasting. And if, again, if you're a person that is, doesn't get excited by money. Um, I love the example of, um, spending more time with your kids. So hiring help, right? Having the resources to hire help. So your time is freed up. So you have more time to spend with children on self care. Like that's all, you know, that's all part of it. And, um, that was just a really good example. Super powerful, powerful stuff. I would love to ask you, my last question for you is, um, what is, and I do recommend the listeners get a copy of your book. It sounds really fantastic with a lot of different exercises. What is one daily practice you recommend to aligning to the law of attraction, aligning to this uh, prosperity energy that we can use on the daily to help us manifest more money in our business? Great question. And I think I want to share too. So 
One of them, believe it or not, is meditation. You might think, well, what's meditation? It's just really about calming yourself. But honestly, meditation, I believe it actually makes you a better manifester because when you meditate, you kind of defrag your brain. And I like to say it's like there's you and then there's the universe and there's kind of a, a pipe, a channel between the two of us, okay? So think of yourself, this tiny little person down here on earth and then the universe is out there and there's a pipe between us. And what happens is when you meditate, that pipe between you and the universe from everything that's going on in your life, all the things, all the actions, all the past, all the challenges, all the everything, that pipe gets kinks in it and it gets kind of gunky and clogged. And so you kind of don't hear, and I don't say hear as in the universe booming down and telling you what to do, but you don't get those feelings, those nudges, those urges, because that pipe is blocked. When you meditate, it cleans out that pipe between you and the universe. And I know for me personally, the time that I came up with the idea for Wildly Wealthy Women was after I began meditating on a daily basis every single morning. So that's the number one thing I, I would recommend because it just makes whatever else you do um, around the law of attraction so much more powerful. So meditate first. The second thing that I highly recommend, it's supersonically easy is to, if you've got yourself, say, a smartphone. So I've got a, a smartphone, an iPhone, and it's got voice memos on it. And I, um, you know, for my clients, for all my students in my programs, I actually create dozens and dozens of guided visualizations and affirmations and declarations and things that they can listen to consistently that help them just to rewire their brain. Do it whenever you're not doing anything else, like when you're cleaning the house or when you're walking your dog or whatever you happen to do. You can just be playing that stuff. For me personally, I... I use voice memos on my phone and I've just recorded a whole lot of stuff. You know, as I said, visualizations, meditations, affirmations, declarations, things that I can listen to. So when I drive down the beach in the morning, I'm listening to something that's helping me to focus on what I want to create. When I'm walking the dog along the beach, I'm listening. When I'm driving home from the beach, I'm listening. If I'm making my breakfast, I'm listening. I make sure that I set up my day in the morning um, those first few hours so that I'm training my brain, I'm feeding my brain, I'm aligning my my mind and my spirit with what I want so that for the rest of the day, I'm taking the actions I need to take to create the success that I want to create and create the future that I want to create. And I think that's so important. Um, for many people, they think, well, well, I'll put time aside, you know, sometime during the day to do the stuff but you don't because life is life and you get busy and family comes along and things happen and you just forget about it. So I always use those very first few hours in the morning to set my day right. And I think that's so important for so many people. Oh, I love that. Super, super powerful stuff. Oh my gosh, Sandy, this has been a super fantastic conversation. I have learned so much and just really inspired to yeah, I want to, I want to like up my game, my law of attraction game. Just you really inspired me and I, I'm, I'm feeling the inspiration of the listeners right now. And they haven't, we haven't even put this out yet, but I can already feel it. I like to ask my guests a final question and that is to leave our listeners with an invitation. And that's an invitation to, to anything, to be someone to do something as it relates to our topic. 
Okay, so I would like to leave the listeners with two invitations. First of all, find yourself a mentor, someone who is creating the success that you want and just drink in everything they say, they recommend, they do, because I know in my own personal experience that has what uh, has really allowed me to create my success so much faster than just trying to do it on my own. So that's the first invitation. The second is if you want some free um, affirmations for abundance and a guided visualization to really help you get into that millionaire mindset space, go to wildlywealthyfree.com. I've got a special money manifesting bundle there that you can listen to, and that's going to really help you to move into that prosperous and abundance vibration. So they're my invitations to you. Beautiful. And that link will be in the show notes. Sandy, are there any other ways that listeners can find you if they'd like to learn more about you and your offerings? Yeah, the probably the easiest way is just go to wildlywealthy.com. Or if you like listening to podcasts, um, I launched mine just uh, just over a month ago. It's at Wildly Wealthy Women. And um, it's all about money, manifesting and mindset. So they're probably the easiest ways to find me. Fantastic. Those links will also be in the show notes. Sandy, thank you so much for taking the time to share your wisdom with us today. It truly was uh, fantastic. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And, you know, Alison, I really love the way that you're spreading the word because, you know, I truly believe the more of us that get out there and help other women and help them to think differently, we really can make huge change and huge ripples around the world and and make this world the most amazing place to live. So thank you so much for what you're doing. And I think the last thing I just want to finish with is let people know that I am nothing special like we're all special yeah I get that but I'm nothing special I'm exactly like everyone else I actually dropped out of school in grade 11 didn't even finish high school I had no connections I had no money behind me I had no great skills no great knowledge but I discovered the law of attraction and I put it into place and I was persistent and consistent and I went from welfare to millionaire and I know that each and every person listening to this if they really commit and they really you know take action on what they learn around the law of attraction, then honestly, your life can truly transform. So I can't wait to hear of all the successes that the listeners experience. Absolutely. Such a powerful, important message. Um, and I, I totally agree wholeheartedly with that message. And thank you for sharing it. And thank you for the work you're doing in the world. So yay, let's, let's manifest some wealth. Are you ready to fill your business with soul clients in the next 60 days? Then download my free energy upgrade meditation to amp up your energy frequency, dissolve the doubt, and attract the soul clients you are destined to serve. Find the link to download on my website, alisonscammell.com, as well as in the show notes.